call is now being recorded. Welcome in. Welcome one. Welcome all to the latest installment of the Detail on Doing God's podcast. I am your host, TJ, and I'm joined, as always, by co-host, Tink. Tink, how's it going? What's up, man? I just got off work on my way to bowling. Can't, can't get much better than that, you know? <laughs> can't complain. Well, Tink, we, so we are both driving right now. We are both in the midst of, like, 30-minute drives. And a trade hits our inbox between Cole and Pullet, one that we sort of foreshadowed last night about Cole, what's he going to do about DeAndre Hopkins, all of that. Um, and now the trade has finally happened. Um, and we, uh, this is quite literally our immediate reaction. I'm, in fact, I'm not entirely sure, like, the terms of the deal even. I'm going to have to, like, go back to group me to see what picks are involved. Um but yeah, so if our audio quality sounds worse, we are both in the car right now, driving. Um, but we wanted to get our thoughts to the people as soon as possible, because that's what we do as podcast hosts. That is what we do. Um, if you complain about the audio quality, just know the alternative is not being able to hear us at all. Um, <laughs> and, and after right. staying until like 1.30 last night, editing the podcast, not, that wasn't the only thing I was doing, but I was doing that at 1.30 a.m., uh, I figured let's just do Google Voice, you know, why not? And you did, and you did leave in five minutes of technical difficulties in the middle of the podcast, despite Correct. all the editing. I <laughs> just skipped through that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I did do that. Uh, I'm also not too sure on the terms of this deal exactly. I texted Jay Wood wow. asking him what the exact deal was, and he goes, no, you should just look that up. And I said, no, that's why I'm texting you. <laughs> And then he didn't respond. I've got it right in front of me now. I just – I made a note in my phone. I've got it in front of me. So, okay. Polis, Polis is receiving DeAndre Hopkins, Cole's 2023 first, and my 2022 third. So, it's uh, DeAndre Hopkins, a first and a third. Four, Cole receives Chris Godwin, Odell Beckham, a 2023 second, and a 2023 fourth. Both of those, that second and that fourth, those are both polices. What is your immediate reaction? Who do you think won the deal? I, man, I want to say polis. I think, um, but I don't know for sure. Like it might be Cole. Godwin is sneaky old, isn't he? Like twenty six. Yeah, I mean we have no uh, way. To, I mean, I, we have no way to look that no. up. <laughs> we are not. Gonna be- Fact-checking. We're going to be fact-checking any of the things we say on this podcast. Yeah, um, I mean, not that we normally do that anyway, but Godwin, yeah, Godwin's old. I agree that, I mean, I've digested this trade for about 10 seconds. I think Pulis wins this one pretty close. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. Because, I don't, and I think that, I think the kicker a... here, I think the kicker here, and I know you agree with this, Pulis is receiving Cole's 2023 first. Yeah. Last night on the podcast, you said that Cole is going to be Jones in a few years. I did um, say that. And if that, if that is truly the case, if that is truly the case, then that means that that first round pick is going to be an early first round pick in 2023. When, I mean, that's the draft that everyone says is going to be like top notch again. And so for for Pullets to pick up an extra first in the deal, um, yes, he's losing Godwin and he's losing OBJ, um, but he is. Gaining DeAndre Hopkins, and we we talked last night about how maybe we don't view Hopkins as highly as Cole views him, but he's like a decent buy low candidate right now, I think. Um, 
because at this time next year, even from a dynasty perspective, like he's a little bit older than Godwin, but from a dynasty perspective, this time next year, like Hopkins is still going to be with Kyler Murray. Um, I'm assuming Godwin's going to be with Brady still, but I, think I don't got, know. I like Brady's probably going to win out at some point. Yeah. I think Godwin got franchise tagged, so this could be his last year. I think he's a free agent, but I could be oh. wrong on that. Oh, okay. Because I remember that was a big ordeal where he got franchise tagged this offseason. I just don't remember what that does, if he has his free agency yeah. now. But. I think that Godwin is one of the most overrated players in Dynasty, I think. From like a dynasty, from a dynasty, like strictly dynasty perspective, because two years ago when he was like 23, back when he was on my roster in like 2019, he was like the next big wide receiver, I think. Um, then yeah. he missed a lot of 2020 with injury and 2021. Like, he's been good, not necessarily great, but also, like, I mean, I did, and once again, I'm not stat-checking these numbers, but, like, Brady is ha- having, like, the best passing season in the NFL. So, therefore, Godwin should be happy. Like, this is as good as it's going to get situation-wise for Chris Godwin. Is he a top five wide receiver this season? I don't think so. Um, and so I don't know, especially if Godwin's a free agent, is his situation ever going to get better than it is right now? And he's not a 23-year-old wide receiver anymore either. Now he's 26 or however old he is. And so, I don't know. I mean, he is younger than Hopkins, and so that's fine. But um, for Cole to give up his first-round pick uh, in a few years, he is really banking on the fact that Godwin is going to keep his team relevant in 2023. Yeah. So that this makes, like, I don't know that Cole, even if, let's say Cole wins this trade somehow, I don't think he wins it to the point where, like, not having his 2023 first is going to make it worth it. Like, it's not like a turn yeah. the turn the ship around type deal. It's a get younger at a position type deal. It's not going to, like, save his team from being terrible next year, uh, barring some unforeseen circumstances. So I think the most valuable your, piece in this deal is that 2023 first. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to go that far, but I don't. Well, if if we if we are to assume it becomes like a top three pick, I think so. I mean, yeah, that is your assumption. I'm not sure if I'm willing to go there, but I mean, I think it, it's not going to be a. I don't think it's going to be a late first. I will say. Yeah. What are your thoughts on uh, OBJ? Haven't talked about him yet. I actually kind of like OBJ as like a. I liked him as a buy low candidate, like when he was on the Browns, and I actually texted Pulitz about him, um, and Pulitz just wasn't interested in selling. But the price was not very high, I don't think. Um, obviously, receives kind of a bump in value now that he's in LA, and it's even more so now that Woods is out for the year. I guess Cole, I like, can't get enough of that wide receiver two in Los Angeles after losing Woods. He just gets OBJ. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, going into next year, OBJ is also not young. And so, do you think this was just, like, a throw-in that Cole asked for the last minute second? Do you think this moves the needle literally at all uh, for in either direction of this trade? I don't really think it moves the needle. Um, the only way it could is if OBJ becomes amazing down the stretch and, like, is this year's T.Y. Hilton for Cole and he can get find the playoffs <laughs> and he can start him at wide receiver, yeah. too. But other than that, like, well, has a keeper value? I mean, if, if – if, if, off season, I can't imagine OBJ going for a ton uh, yeah. in that kind of market again. So, 
So that was my that was actually gonna be my next question. Do you think that Cole made this move? Do you think any part of Cole made this move thinking like this helps my team make playoffs this year? I think that was part of his rationale. I mean, I think that was part of it, at least, that he could get younger and he gets an active player, whereas who knows if Hopkins is playing again this year. Um, well, at least he's on bye. So he's on bye yeah. next week. Exactly. So Now he's got two uh, wide receivers. And I think that was at least part of it. Godwin. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's risky. I think the other – I guess the other piece that we will call out is that uh, Cole is getting Pulitz's 2023 second. Um, and I guess, I don't know your thoughts on Polis in 2023. I, I would say that, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a late second necessarily. I, I guess that's probably like a decent, like, yes, Cole gave up his own first, but he did get back Polis's second. And so in Cole's mind, maybe he's thinking that his own first is going to be a late first. And then the second he's receiving is going to be an early second. Um, I'm not sure that tips the scales too much either. Um, but I don't know. I mean, from Pulitzer's perspective, do you think that this made sense? Because while we think that he won the deal, if he was selling Godwin and he wanted a 2023 first and then something else, I think that deal was probably on the table with a couple of different suitors. Do you think it made sense for him to not only give up Godwin, also give up OBJ and his own second, and he did get that first back, and then the other piece he got back is Hopkins? who maybe doesn't fit with Polis' timeline. Basically just asking, like, do you agree with Polis' decision to sell Godwin, yes or no? And if yes, do you think that this type of deal is the one that made sense, or should he have tried to partner with someone else and maybe gotten an asset younger than younger than DeAndre Hopkins? I think, I think Godwin is hard to evaluate because he he's not really like – I mean, like you said, he, you think he's overrated. I don't know a lot of people clamoring that he's, like, undervalued or anything. He's just kind of, like, there. He's kind of in that Deontay range where his actual value is probably yeah. higher than his value at all times. Um, and he's also kind of sneaky old. So I, I yeah, don't know I will say, type to, like, shop around and, like, get the best offer. I think he's just kind of got an offer he likes. Kinda, and I don't know. What were you going to say? Yeah, I will say we felt – well, I was going to say we called Chris Godwin as old as 27, and I did just look it up, and he is 25. So. <laughs> I've been, I feel like I've been saying 26. I, I mean, we've been saying 26, 27. 25 is, like, not – I wouldn't even say that's sneaky old. That's, like, still he's, young. He's probably younger than Terry McLaurin, honestly. But, yeah, probably. To be fair, I did say that two years ago he was a 23-year-old receiver on my team, and then I called him 27, like, in the exact same sentence. I don't know what my uh, loss <laughs> I was half right, I guess. Uh, All right, so Godwin uh, isn't that – yeah, maybe this, uh, maybe Polis loses this deal. I don't know. Is it possible yeah, well, that it's a for both? I mean, yeah, I think so. I mean, if you're Cole, like – Selling Hopkins, good move. Like, he's rebuilding. I think that's a good move. But did he really have to give up his own first-round pick in the deal, too? Like, I, I, if you're going to sell Hopkins, why would you also give up your first-round pick? Because that selling Hopkins kind of signals a rebuild or at least something along those lines. But giving up your first-round pick, it's like now Cole is tying his own hands even more into saying, like, no, I am, like, going to win with the roster that I have currently constructed. And I don't know with guys like – 
uh, Josh Jacobs and David Montgomery and Kareem Hunt? Like, how are, are those guys really going to have roles in two years? Like, I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sold. Yeah, the more I think about this trade, the more confused I am by all parties. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, Same, honestly. It makes sense that Bullitt traded Godwin, maybe. I mean, he is 25, like Godwin, Judy, and um, I'm sure Bullitt has another wide receiver of use on his team. Oh, Rondale. Okay, <laughs> that's not a terrible wide receiver yeah, for. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And then... He has no running backs. I don't know. Would it have made more sense to, like, get Kareem Hunt and an extra second in the deal and not give up his own second? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, one, I don't know. What, what's the rush to sell Godwin? I don't know if you answered that yeah. question. If you're Pulis, would you have gone into this deadline selling Chris Godwin? No. Unless I got overwhelmed yeah. by an offer. And I think that yeah, offer. I, don't has, necessarily think this I, is I feel like well. if I'm Polis, I'm trying to acquire picks right now. Like I don't want. Yeah. Unless, unless he has plans to flip Hopkins, which I think he should spend tomorrow doing, if he can get good value yeah. for him, he should at least like feel out the market. Maybe people are more willing to deal with Polis than Cole. <laughs> that wouldn't shock me at all. I personally, I personally am more willing to deal with Polis than Cole. <laughs> I'm also personally more willing to deal with Polis, as evidenced by me just trading a young wide receiver prospect for the Rams defense. Um, Did I? So, should I give T. Uh, Higgins and a first-round pick to Pulitz for DeAndre Hopkins after I just turned down that offer from Cole yesterday? Yeah, I think you should. It wouldn't be the first time in our league that's happened. <laughs> no, I, I think, wouldn't. <laughs> I think it was David, David Johnson gate with Jay Wood and Cole and DeWillis. I think that happened yeah. before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that was Big drama over like David Johnson for a fourth round pick last year. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm all. Yeah. I'm just very confused. I guess it's fine. I do think it's probably closer to a lose lose than anything. Yeah. Well, I, okay. Counterpoint: If it's a lose lose, could you also argue that it's a win win? Um. You know. I don't know. Also, like, so the has five first in the next two drafts. It's wild. Who said what is that? Polis now has five first round picks in the next two drafts. Wow, that's pretty impressive. I don't even know how. Thank goodness that he just traded for a twenty nine year old wide receiver. I think he has his own first. He has Jay Wood's first, and he has Cole's first. And didn't we decide that like Cole and Jay Wood could miss playoffs? He could have three in the first six this time uh, in draft. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Good on Polo. Um, this is how you rebuild, kid. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I, honestly. <laughs> after you say you just lost the trade, potentially. Well, and let me. I'm going to go back to my point. Saying that it's a lose-lose, by nature of saying that, I think you could also argue it's a win-win because – the reason that Cole lost the trade in our eyes is because he gave up his first when he should be rebuilding. But other angle, he did gain Chris Godwin in exchange for DeAndre Hopkins. So he got younger, which is rebuilding, which is what we said. So it's a win for him. And on Pulitz's yeah. side, he should be rebuilding, and he acquired a first-round pick from Cole, which has high upside, 
and another player who maybe he could flip. Like maybe that's maybe that's a win for him too. Could it be a win-win, or is this just? I don't know so, if it's necessarily a lose-lose, but I, I think it's like a neutral-neutral. Like I feel like both of them took one step forward and one step back, and they're in the exact same spot that they were uh, five minutes ago. That's my official take. Yeah, that, I think that's kind of where I'm at too. I think value-wise, Cole got good value for. I think Hop is probably valued at right around a first, and Godwin is probably like about two firsts right now, like two mid to late first maybe. And so okay. a, first, a Hopkins in a first for basically someone valued two firsts, that's probably fair value. Um, and you love Cole doing this where you like – you love reducing players to like totally subjective, totally subjective pick values and then like reducing it and being like, okay, well, it sounds like this trade was four firsts and three seconds for – Hey, first. listen. When you have Air when you have multiple zero. first round picks, or if you have if you ever have a single first round pick, then you can value people as picks like I do. But seeing as you never have first, record show, I have 2023 first round pick, and it is on the market for whoever wants That's to shocking. get off tomorrow. I have a lot of assets, and I have mine second round. Pick. Yeah, you just figured for out for my 2023 first. Yeah, I'm feeling. Yeah, I don't want them. Not interested. Nope, it's feeling or butt. Well, any other any other thoughts on this trade? I feel like we've 20 minutes. Good, we did it justice. Yeah, does Foley have any thoughts? Uh, I don't know. Let me ask. Foley, do you have any thoughts on this trade? No. Okay, he said no. Okay, cool. Uh, then actually, I think I think Foley. Oh no no no, he's got a thought. I think Foley okay. just because both of you said you think Foley won. I feel like I need to take the other side. Okay. okay, I'm going to explain it, but okay. I respect that take. Can you ask Foley how he feels about the Jelly Tubby's catch? Yeah, I'm not going through that right now. I don't like my odds. Okay. Uh, <laughs> are you guys playing that yeah. league? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Jelly Tubby's. They're sweet, sweet, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> One can only hope. One can only hope. <laughs> are you going to make playoffs? Yeah. Well, I think I'm glad now we've done two podcasts in two days. We've had our first two guests on ever on back to back days. I know. We, it's the people a return to form. Who was the guest yesterday? Oh, we had Travis on. I'll have to tell you. I'll tell you about it. It's really funny. Um, you could argue that anyway, we have three think it was Google pleasure. Voice Lady. Oh. Yeah. The Google true. Voice Lady is our true. guest. This ball is now being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Pink, do you have any closing thoughts? Nope. Uh, wish me luck in bowling tonight. I'll let all. If anyone is curious okay, about how I bowl, luck. please did text you watch me tomorrow. Bowling TikTok that I sent you. I did. A did lot of people bowling TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good stuff. I just figured it was relevant for you. Yeah. Always. Pink, <laughs> let me be the first to wish you good luck in bowling tonight. Thank you. That means the most as, with you as the first one. And Tink, let me also be the very first to wish you good luck. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right, Tink, this is Teach signing out. Signing off. All right. <laughs>